millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. It's the Round Ball Rock Podcast, starring Dave Schilling, Danny Greenwood, Nando DiColo, Joey Devine, Al Frederick Hughes, Galen Nickerson, Sean Keane, Steve Lingenfelter, Byron Dinkins, Patreons, Joe Hanrahan, thank you Joe, Bo Dooling, thank you Bo, James Forrest, thank you James, special guest, Bruno Panasos! Musical guest, Mick Fleetwood Zoo! That's an actual SNL musical guest! And now the temporary host of Brown Ball Rock, Joey Devine! Hi, it's me, Joey Devine, your temporary host of the Round Ball Rock podcast, and we are back. With a brand new episode, I'm here, as always, with America's Uncle Dad, America's uh, favorite opener of Kev- from Ke- for Kevin Nealon, uh, America's been re-watching 49ers Super Bowls for web, web content, Sean Keen. Sean, how are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Wow. Did I cover everything that's stuff. happened to you this week? I mean, that's pretty much what's happened to me this week. Yeah. Um, no, I am supposed to write about Super Bowl ads. I will be visiting Las Vegas, but not attending the game. That's really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be in Vegas for like 48 hours and don't really have any plans exactly. Well, you have one weird. plan. 
which yeah. is to uh, bet it all on the Karate Kid slot machine. That's true. That is a leader. Do you say anything for that? Do they play? Uh, what's that song called? You're the best around. Yeah, of course they play. You're the best okay, around. Wait, what what am I thinking? Have I used a freaking slot machine before <laughs> in my freaking life? It's a good. It's like one of the good slot machines. So of course it plays uh, all the hits real loud. <laughs> um, oh man, Sean... Nick Fleetwood Zoo though. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> before we get to. Uh, are all talking about all star picks the most boring thing in the world you can talk <laughs> about? Um, I do mm-hmm. just want to say we don't have it on the round the rundown. Um, so I'm just gonna go ahead and get this out of the way right off the bat. Uh, we had a trade. Trades. That's right. We're talking about trades. Slash Capspace URLs. You remember we talk about Capspace all the time. The program. Slash Capspace. Let them know that you came from us. Limited time only. Terms apply. Protected picks. You can even create a beautiful website while listening to this podcast. Over 140 million people choose Wix to create their website. Create yours today. That's wix.com slash woj, W-O-J, to get 10% off rights to euros that are never coming enter code nba at checkout for twenty dollars off your first order expiring salaries if you missed it we launched the recapables billions podcast on our recapables feed treating people like their assets and not people ZipRecruiter.com slash low post, L-O-W-E post. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Even robots know that basketball is a business, so players shouldn't have feelings because of business. Trades. All right, Sean, the Houston Rockets, the team of the Twin Towers. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, they had Ralph Sampson and Hakeem Olajuwon. They played that And Tillman Fertitta was intimately involved with the September 11th hijackers. Well, they also had the famous Twin Tower lineup after Ralph Sampson and Hakeem Olajuwon of uh, Yao Ming and Chuck Hayes, Mm -hmm. of course. Mm -hmm. Um, He's uh, more like Tower 7, Joey, but yes. They traded for Steven Adams, question mark? <laughs> they did. So uh, so the big hype going into the week was uh, that the Rockets were not willing to stand Pat in 11th place in the West, that they were ready to make some big moves. And they've been ready to make some big moves since July when they made their big moves by acquiring Dylan Brooks, Fred Van Vliet and Jock Landale. Well, and um, disgraced coach Ime Udoka. Disgraced coach Ime Udoka. I mean, but like they're star hunting. They always want to be star hunting, but they didn't really, there weren't really all that many stars to hunt this. Well, I guess there were, but they weren't going to trade for uh, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. <laughs> that was kind of the main, or, and they didn't want James Harden, the biggest star. Houston's ever seen. Uh-huh. Um, well, Houston, the stri- I only talked to strip club 
owners, basically yeah, right. the same people I talk to when I want to know how people in Houston feel about uh, John Morant. You mean uh, how that's people all in I... Memphis feel about John Morant? But yes, yeah. Um... Also in Houston. I mean, I just got to rep everywhere now, Joey. Um, okay, but they've been talking about how they wanted to add somebody, and uh, the general rumor was that they want to trade Jalen Green because he's sort of bad at everything on a basketball court right now now i mean he's still young it is only year three but he's um the team's better with him off the court and uh you know what he's very good at though what's that getting people to be mad at bill simmons that's true he he can rally a fan base (laughs) against a podcaster like no one else Uh, yeah well and actually nba players get mad at that too um no bill i think bill gets to vote on some of the awards, so he can't bet on them. Although, do you think he bets on them? Yes, of course. Yeah, he, he definitely bets on them. Sean, actually, um, I brought him up. I'm sorry, but now yeah. I have to ask you: Did you hear that clip from his podcast about how his son was selling brain pills uh, that he yes, bought yes. from Joe Rogan? Oh. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> I always listen to Bill and Cousin Sal. Every other episode is uh, maybe not always a must listen. I don't. I don't really like imaginary gambling as much i like guessing the lines that's a tangible but also i think maybe million dollar picks is less charming because they don't really keep track of anything and he he's like a hundred million sure. now. either way ben um, anyway, simmons bill simmons ben simmons selling, selling brain alpha pills. brain supplements because he listens to joe rogan yeah it was um, kind of i mean the spotify family has got to hook up each other's yeah. businesses i guess uh yeah they um bill's been a little softer on rudy gobert since the sale i have to say because uh he's joe rogan's number one fan uh okay so so the the that was that was the sort of like the idea was that the rockets were willing to trade Jalen green but there wasn't like there's not like a guy to trade for mm-hmm. for them exactly because they want they want to use all these extra picks they have because they've too many extra picks at this point because they've been wheeling and dealing and getting assets but there's not like uh there's not really like an all-star available right now right you know and they apparently don't want zach levine who they could probably trade for and other than that i'm not really sure they're not going to trade for Dejounte murray mm-hmm. so i'm not really sure like who anyway well Trey the other Young thing will be available in three months here so don't worry that's yeah 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 i mean look it, it's, isn't that the it most is a, rockety guy <laughs> well it's just a funny thing that got leaked to like three different athletic reporters that they were shopping and then the article's like well actually they don't like these guys that much so but the one thing that they really wanted was twin towers because that's what Ime Odoka did with robert williams and al horford in boston and alperin singoon is really great but he's not uh really like a rim protector so the idea is that guy can shoot from 16 feet he doesn't really shoot threes but he's a good like shooter in a way that exists that was important before 10 years ago Mm -hmm. um so basically they want a tough guy who can uh make their defense less sucky but also let them play sangoon and uh, they talked about bringing back Clint Capella. They had talked about trading for Robert Williams, who was also out for the year. And instead, they made a move for Steven Adams. Who was out for the year, we should Who say. was also out for the year. And they traded Victor Oladipo. 
who is out for the year. I mean, he's not officially out for the year, but why why would he he he's out for the year? Poor I mean, Victor Oladipo, man. Yeah, it sucks, man. He um, I mean he he got a bad knee injury in the first round of the playoffs last yeah. year. It's not like he's uh malingering or anything and also maybe didn't get the best medical advice about his quad tendon uh many years ago oh no no that was the other time all right (laughs) uh anyway and uh memphis got a couple third round second round picks and they are are, that are basically third round picks yeah they're Um, basically they are basically third round picks none of them are good the golden state warriors second rounder they got is hilarious did you see the protection on that pick sean isn't it it's like it only conveys if it's like 55 through 60 or something no it's protected 56 to 58 wait so we it, oh, so it, it only goes phase, but the Golden State Warriors keep it if it's a 50, if it's 56, 57 or 58. Wow. Uh, I just feel like like was one of the GMs on Molly when they completed. Because <laughs> this could be a situation where they're selling off pieces of the protection like the Suns do. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that's amazing. Um, I would say. This makes a lot more sense than the Rockets like trading for um, Zach Levine. It feels like. Um, I mean, look, Jalen Green's gonna get traded this summer. I think that's very likely. But uh, oh yeah, did you also see they tried to trade for Mikkel Bridges? I did. Yeah. So apparently the Nets like weren't even listening to the offer. But hilariously, um, usually when you make kind of a what they call it a godfather offer um you overwhelm the team that maybe doesn't want to trade their guy by giving them so much stuff and uh the rockets at this point have the nets first round pick the next four years you know two of them are pick swaps and then two of them they have outright and apparently the rockets offered to trade them almost all those picks back that they got from the Harden mm-hmm. trade and that's that's the mistake you need to you need to offer all of them mm-hmm. And then maybe they think about trading it, but you can't, you can't be like, I got four of your picks and you know what? You can have any three of them back. You want, it's, it's not good strategy. Uh, but I do think them getting Steven Adams is tight for next year. It's just weird that this was a deadline deal. Yeah. Uh, um, like it's weird. What are the Grizzlies doing? <laughs> uh, well, they've, they've, they screwing up basically um they've had all these picks can we this is maybe gonna be boring this isn't gonna be boring um i just want to look at what memphis has done in the past couple years like two seasons two seasons two seasons of transactions i'm not gonna read them all mm-hmm. but i'm gonna read some of them that seem like uh so kind of... two years ago they were the two seed correct yeah, they were the two seed in 2021-22, and they went into the draft. Hold on, I gotta, I gotta go back just very briefly here. Uh, yeah, they they won 56 games. They lost 26 games. Had a had a real shot against the NBA champion uh, Warriors. But they then they up. made a bunch of uh, draft deals mm-hmm. where they. Um, this is what they decided to do for their young, promising team. Mm-hmm. They traded. Uh, De'Anthony. They traded. This is all. This is all yeah. like draft day deals. They traded De'Anthony Melton mm-hmm. 
for Danny Green and uh, David Roddy, who was uh, the 23rd pick in the draft that year. They also traded uh, the 22 and 29 first round picks, which is Walker Kessler and Ty Ty Washington Jr. for uh, uh, Jake LaRavia and a second round pick this year. They also added Vince Williams Jr. Mm-hmm. And Which that uh, looks like Paul. it's working out. He's good. I it they've just they added, but but just overall, yeah. I think we can just say that they added uh they made some deals with their draft capital to get Jake LaRavia, David Roddy, and they also got Gigi Jackson eventually in that, and then uh Danny Green's uh mm-hmm. contract. I he he was not really yeah playing for them um so that was that was a let's push things to the future mm-hmm. uh, uh they also waived tyrell terry um was somebody I mean, there was no telling <laughs> that the con- the memphis conglomerate uh better business bureau would uh set up john morant the way they have yeah, though that's so true that is fair. true the but they did they did add conspiracy uh, five theory against yeah. John Morant by those mm-hmm. uh those ducks that walk through that hotel. What well, um, sucks? Yeah, why <laughs> did they go after? Him? So yeah, they had they they basically added they had a a number two seed team and they added five rookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they traded a bunch of second round picks. They drafted three second round picks to get uh Luke Kennard and uh, who's been fine. Uh, he's just, he's mostly been hurt though. He shot really well for the team last year. This year he has played, uh, 21 games. Yeah. So that's not great. Again, it's just second round picks. They needed three point shooting. Uh, and then they, uh, they drafted and traded, they traded Tyus Jones. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They traded the 25th pick of this year's draft, Marcus Sasser. And they traded uh, next year's first round pick. I think that's the Warriors pick. Yes. To get now Marcus to Smart. Um, and so that was yeah. all for Marcus Smart. They traded Tyus Jones mm-hmm. and two first round picks to yeah. get. Uh, and they also let Dylan Brooks walk because he was too embarrassing. Yeah, and they gave Desmond Bain a big contract. So right now on the books, they've got uh oh and they um they do anything else interesting. Oh they they ditched Bismack Liambo. Yeah, well and they also, they also traded they also traded uh two second round picks and Isaiah Todd for a really weird protected pick swap with the Suns. Mm-hmm. What, um, and then they also waived one of their young, your, their young heroic guys that uh, they kept. Everyone kept talking up in Kenneth Lofton Jr. That's right. They that's just right. Waved him. <laughs> they, they did um, wave him. Yeah. What did, what did they actually get in this? Bismack Biombo. Oh, oh no, 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 no. This is they, just oh, a. Cares about I'm it. trying right. to. Let's. But I. What I want to say is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what's their plan now? Oh, and they signed Derrick Rose. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. that's important. Uh, what is their plan now? It's yeah. weird because this is not a team that like should be reeling, and they feel like they're reeling, which is uh, weird to me because I feel like watching them now, uh-huh. like 
I watch like Vince Williams and I'm like, oh, this is finally that fifth guy they've been searching for. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been really good. He's a little small to play the three, but like he yeah. plays tough defense. He hits threes. He's awesome. Um, yeah, I guess they, well, I mean, that's true, but uh, they they don't really have a center right now. Right, That's that, but that's my question. And now they've traded Steven Jackson. I thought they were just going to come back and be the old Grizzlies team next year. So, um, so here's like, here's, I just thought this was like a weird pause year, but now I'm not so sure. Well, they've got, uh, jaw and Desmond Bain will make about 71 million combined next year. Jaron Jackson makes 25. Marcus smart makes 20. By the way, just a meteorological note. It is hailing in Oakland, California right now. That does not happen a lot here. No. Um. Uh, but yeah, and then Brandon Clark makes twelve. Yeah. Now, uh, this is. I guess they're just cutting money for next year, and well, I guess they're getting the idea maybe just to play Jaron at center. Now they do. It just seems like yeah. he doesn't like doing that, and they don't like him doing that. Well, yeah, because he gets four rebounds a game. <laughs> that is tough and steven adams is uh basically built for rebounding mm-hmm. uh so that that seems like something that they would uh maybe miss if he wasn't there now you know brendan clark is pretty good but he will be coming off an achilles tear mm-hmm. and i guess they have it's just weird because they had a lot of future picks mm-hmm. and they sort of did what you almost don't want to do which is locking up some guys who uh are like not necessarily cheap you know what i mean like like zaire williams i get the idea but he makes like seven million next year and that's kind of what you don't want and so you know next year they can um swap picks with the Suns or Wizards, but they don't have like a bunch of extra picks. You know what I mean? They have they have two pick swaps. And so well they have I mean, all these seconds. It kind of feels like if everybody's healthy, they're still really good. Yes. That's you know? why I'm confused by this Stephen. Because it doesn't trade. seem like <laughs> I guess I don't totally know where like the luxury tax is or if they're pushing on something, but doesn't it kind of seem like, I don't know, like you have like Santi Aldama and John Conchar and like, I guess, I guess Tillman can be a free agent at the end of the year. It's just weird because everybody is also signed for at least through next season, except for Tillman. I mean, I guess they've got to figure out what they're doing with Vince Williams Jr. and G.G. Jackson, but that's not like a tough decision to give those. You know what I mean? Yeah, like they're they, just putting them. It on feels next like they're not team. really in a salary yeah. crunch. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, because Luke Kennard's contract is a team option next year, so it just feels like a weird. I get that they did it, but like, wouldn't you just rather have Stephen Adams next year? I don't know. 
I mean, it's, maybe he's more it, hurt than than we know. I don't. I don't know. Um, and also maybe they have some big plan. Maybe maybe tomorrow they're gonna trade for Nick Claxton. I don't know. Um, Nick Claxton, who is available and who's pretty good. Um, <laughs> right, right. Like that yeah, seems uh... that might be the plan here. You know what I mean? Or to trade went for Wendell Carter Jr. or whatever. I don't know if it. Well, I, does Nick Claxton have like a weirdly thick NBA body though? No. See, that's what Memphis wants. They're looking for that Lou Gehrig body, Joey. <laughs> Um, all right, that was, uh, there was just a weird deadline deal, though. Yeah, there was one more trade. Oh, there was one more thing I wanted to say, too. It's, uh, do you think Robert Williams is hurt a little bit that they didn't try to make this trade with Portland for him? Or do you think he is relieved to not have Ime Adoka yelling at him? Wait, ask me that again. Robert Williams would be the obvious too big guy like a guy who's on the block and out for the year and played for him do you think he's hurt that they didn't try to make a move for him or is he relieved I think to not relieved be yelled at as much not to not be yelled at but now I think that like you're Portland's saying probably that a maybe nice the place Grizzlies to are just gonna trade for Rob Williams yeah maybe that that's <laughs> the that's the 3d chess move yeah <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be uh Zaire Williams and seven second round picks <laughs> Okay, what's the other trade, Joey? Uh, NBA Twitter yesterday traded their dignity to believe some rando reporter from KTLA <laughs> saying the Lakers are going to trade LeBron James. <laughs> um, I mean, Lakers Twitter is such an exciting place because... Uh, okay, so this guy's name, Joey, do you know what his name is? It's... It's funny. I'll tell you that. It's much. David Pingalore. Yeah, it's David Pingalore. Um, which I want to make it clear: no shade on David Pingalore. Like, do your weird Twitter. Yeah, thing, yeah. Man. Like, everybody loves the slop. Yeah, we love the slop. I will say, David Pingalore, his Twitter bio is bizarre. Um, it's. KTLA sports anchor and reporter 25 years from Jacksonville to John to Johnstown in Scranton, PA, then to Cleveland to for LeBron James early years, Orlando, then to LA. Um, I do not know where Johnston is. Me by either. The way. Um, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, so David Pingalore tweeted that the that uh, that the Lakers were tr- their number one priority was to trade LeBron James. And then all of NBA Twitter went through all of David Pingalore's old tweets, and they were like, he called Kawhi going to the Clippers. He also called LeBron going back to the Cavs from the Heat. Uh We got a ping bomb. The Lakers are trading LeBron James. (laughs) Yeah, well, I guess uh, welcome back to South Beach, LeBron James, (laughs) Rozier, Butler, Adebayo, James, Hawkes, Tyler Hero, enjoy your time in Los Angeles. I mean, the I was... Reeves Hero backcourt. Uh, that's that. That's how they trick the Boston Celtics into trading Jason Tatum for those two I, guys. I, I was trying to think about this though. Like our friend uh, Julian, who's a Lakers fan, was like, we were trying to figure out what LeBron James' value even would be, and he was yeah. like, "Well, let's like walk this through." As uh, you know, the Warriors the best. Like, yeah. would you trade CP3's contract 
Kaminga and a first for LeBron James. And I was like, I don't know. It feels like both too much and too little. Right. <laughs> it's there's just... just no way to like value that. <laughs> yeah, he's like untradeable in a way that isn't like I mean he is I guess that's like the true definition of untradeable is that you can't even really put a price on it. Like <laughs> well, I mean, and you think you think of the same way, like, okay, construct a fair trade for Nikola Jokic. Yeah, right. Like like 14 first round picks is that I mean I, I don't even know. Joel uh, Embiid and two firsts? Yeah, or like Chet Holmgren, Lou Dort, and and Jalen Williams. Picks. Good yeah, like Williams. I, yeah. It's just, anyway, uh, but yeah, this but this reporter is probably really plugged in for it, and apparently he was motivated by um, LeBron James being out for the game mm-hmm. in TD Garden, so he automatically thought it's happening right now they got to hold him out of this game yeah, yeah. so lebron doesn't get hurt and scuttle this deal um by the way shout out to austin reeves for tearing it up in boston in front of those fans on the first day of black history month congratulations hillbilly kobe for your seven three-point performance shaming peyton pritchard in front of those uh Anti-bus freaks. Sean, Anti-busing freaks. There was, there was freaks. a period uh, in the Lakers-Warriors game this week where Austin Reeves and uh, Brandon Pajemski were kind of trading buckets and guarding each other. And oh, yeah. I was like, this is like watching Gummo and Julian Donkey Boy back-to-back. <laughs> Like if you're a if you're a white guy in the NBA, that kind of white guy, you almost have to like never cut your hair <laughs> or go extremely hard with your haircut. Like there's no middle ground. You have to be like Austin Reeves, just great clips all the time in a farmer tan. Brandon Przemski, just crazy hair. Or you have to like be Gordon Hayward and get your hair cut every four days. Mm-hmm. Uh, what? you can't do is have a little boy's haircut like Demonis Sabonis. And that's why he didn't make the all-star team. Yeah, they're I'm like, telling we you, can't, we can't have this. It's not a little day. boy's haircut. Um, in fact, he lost out on $1.3 million too, Joey. What? Say that again. Oh, he had sorry. a, he had an all-star bonus of 1.3 million that he did. Not well, get that's upsetting. Um, yeah. Uh, that the leads Vex. us to our news, Ooh. but before we get to the news drop, some business off the top, late business today, um, Round Rock Pod at, uh, on Twitter, roundrockpod at gmail.com is our email, call us on the phone, the number in the description, but more importantly, uh, tomorrow, Saturday, we are recording a Patreon crossover episode with the Utah Jazz podcast Unsalvageable. And uh, they want to do a call-in show, so we need your calls. Uh, and it's a different number that time. The call-in show for that is 385-381-0790. That's American country code for all you international sickos out there. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, what's that country code? Uh, the the United States of America, the, the, this country code don't run. 
Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I was holding up one finger forgetting this was an audio podcast. <laughs> I almost uh, that, started chanting we're think, number one. Again, that number is 385-381-0790. Ask Dad Sham Dad any question you want. He's very lonely. Um uh we've got more reachers coming soon on the patreon we had a guest trick us into say he was said he was gonna do it and then he told us he was busy at 7 a.m when sean and i were both asleep (laughs) um and uh yeah we'll we'll, we'll we'll get we'll get someone else who truly cares about art and cinema (laughs) um and then, yeah, go, go watch our spaces. <laughs> I'm going to be doing some Cinenerdle 2 battle mode. Oh, some yeah, form this of is streaming, pretty great. Streaming mode. Uh, I just haven't figured out how to do it. And it won't be like that time I said I was going to Marvel Snap stream and then never did. This time I'm actually going to do it. Um, but, Sean, that brings us to... This is Round Ball Rock News, Basketball News, for humans and robots. Trust the process. All right, Sean, we had uh, a little, we had the the All-Stars were announced, and DeMontis Sabonis didn't make it. Um, Let's uh, just roll these off real quick, and then we've got to get Bruno on this episode here. Yeah. Uh, in the West, your starters are Luka Doncic, SGA, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, the man who I'm telling you is going to win the MVP, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Nikola Jokic. Coming off the bench, Steph Curry, Devin Booker, Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George and Anthony Davis. Can I give you an SGA hot take, Joey? Yeah. That guy is a flop merchant. Oh my God. <laughs> he he snaps his head uh-huh. like he has a neurological disorder. <laughs> like he is gonna hurt, he's gonna embed himself and he's going to hurt himself pretending himself to be hurt lash. on a foul call. He's like he is like at Harden Reeves level right now and it's i gotta say i think the tide is gonna start turning because of anthony edwards but uh anyway um those guys seem like all-stars to me they all seem like all-stars it's kind of weird um that i will say it's pretty weird that the clippers are so good and Kawhi leonard did not make the all-star team (laughs) he did make the all-star team (laughs) he did did i not did i read that wrong Oh yeah, yeah I read Kawhi. I yeah, my mistake. Kawhi was I like the James first Harden, coach, pick. but yes. Oh yeah, yeah. James <laughs> I Harden said did not. Kawhi, I meant James Harden. Um, Look, you don't. He's not very James good. Harden so just, he's just you don't famous. Get, you don't get to be an all star when you like every year you sit out and force a trade. Uh-huh. You can't make the all star team. I think he still made it that year. He he did. got his coach fired. Right? Yeah, yeah he did. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, you have to make some choices. Playing in the All Star game. Also, James Harden didn't want to go. No, he wanted to, he wanted to make it. He didn't want to actually go to Indianapolis because uh, I just don't think that Club Rio is a safe place for mm-hmm. NBA players anymore. And that's 
where he would go. Um. All right. And then in the East, we have Dame Halliburton. Halliburton, by the way, I am afraid of what he's going to wear to these all-star festivities. What, what, yeah, the clothing choices he's making are... He looked like M. Bison the other day. Um, uh-huh. He's like if Alfonso Ribeiro got like an Amex black card. Yeah. There was no uh, rules about what he wore. Jason Tatum, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Joel Embiid, who will be missing this game... Which will uh, also, I, I, it means he won't play in sixty-five All Star games, which means he doesn't make the Hall of Fame. I'm sorry. Yes, that's um, true. That's, that's the cool. limit. You have to make that, or you're not even on the ballot. <laughs> you have to make sixty-five All Star games, games, or you can't make the Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. Um, I almost said Davion Mitchell, Sean, when you ought, I, I, there's a list here, and it just says Mitchell. And I almost said Davion Mitchell was an East All-Star. Um, wow. But Mitchell... He may be traded to the Eastern <laughs> Conference by the time this podcast is up. But Mitchell, Maxi, Brunson, Rundle, uh, Randall, and uh, <laughs> Jalen Brown, Bam Adebayo, and Paolo Bancaro. Yeah. These all look pretty good to me. Um, yeah. I guess someone's going to sub for Embiid, I guess. Uh, it'll be some center. Does Miles Turner make it for the home game? Oh, I don't think so. Probably not. Um, it's kind of sad that Sabonis didn't make it in front of his old fans, too. Uh, Sean, I heard you. Uh, first question I have for you is, uh, are you disappointed mm-hmm. that this All-Star game is just going to be a game of basketball and not an overly complicated SAT-level math problem where you don't know the variables? Yeah, I mean, that's that's tough because everyone wanted to uh, find out who was on these randomly selected teams minutes before the game began and then wear jerseys that don't indicate what team they're on at all. Uh, And then the names will be on the back of the jerseys in extremely tiny type. (laughs) Plus, teams will be playing uh, for a quarter score that denies money to like a section full of little kids. So, yeah, this is just a regular game where the East plays the West. And um, it's funny because normally the NBA makes a lot of decisions that seem like they're bending towards the will of the biggest nerds on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Now they're not. I think it'll be better this way. Well, I also like that they're like, well, look, Indiana was not going to be able to stand for it. We can't. That was Adam Silver's excuse. He's like, <laughs> this is a traditional basketball town. It's like, yeah, the, you know what else is a traditional basketball town? America. <laughs> um, uh, I will say, Sean, I have a prediction. Yes. Steph Curry is going to lose that fake three-point oh, shot yeah. well, to we, Sabrina Ionescu. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about know it what, later. But yeah, we'll, yeah, I guess we'll get into that all later. All of Steph Curry's... Look, a lot of people on Twitter would claim that the most embar- Steph Curry's most embarrassing moments all take place in the NBA Finals, but they're incorrect. They all happen at the All-Star Game. He once lost a three-point shootout to Paul Pierce. Uh, he had that terrible... He, he had one of the most embarrassing, weird, mini drinking games ever, and everyone made fun of him for weeks. Oh, I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he had to make a half-court shot for the Sager Foundation, mm-hmm. and uh, he missed nine half-court shots mm-hmm. in a row. 
Um, he was wants another that weird Taco trivia? Bell scholarship for that kid in the uh, skills uh, challenge. In the skills challenge. He won the skills he challenge. Was challenge. very sad. No, this was the other time he was in oh. the skills challenge. Why did he do it again? After <laughs> he won the skills challenge, Jesus man. Uh, uh, yeah, he also lost uh, to Clay Thompson in a final one. But yeah, the night. about last night commercial he made with his wife and was it John Legend and Chrissy Teigen? It was some other famous couple. Yeah, that game is that, that, somebody I don't know. <laughs> uh, was one Look, of that show's sexy and fun. Seen that weird, a... dirty show that they dirty made. show about <laughs> last night. That song that that uh that actually was uh originally titled "Sexual Perversity in Atherton." Yeah, it was. <laughs> that was a deep cut the, for the, uh the horny Christian talk <laughs> hour. Um. Uh yeah so, uh oh, I have a question for you, Joey. Yes. Do you care about people who made or didn't make the All-Star Game? No, absolutely not. No. The All-Star Game does not matter. We need to stop acting like it matters. Like, I honestly fully believe that they need... Well, first off, there shouldn't be All-Star bonuses in anyone's contract. Um, And the, the, the fans should be able to vote for all 12 spots. And if they want to put in... Like joke people, let them. So Zaza Pachulia would be a two-time all-star. Yeah, it'd be point. hilarious. What's wrong with that? Because the um, all-star game doesn't matter. <laughs> it is funny too that the coaches have kind of just decided that um they're just not gonna put in players who are really boring mm-hmm. at an all-star game. Like Ruin Gobert had a very good all-star case. But the coaches were just like, nobody wants to see that. Like, oh, the guy who's anchoring the best defense in the league on the best uh, Western Conference team is like, yeah, but he's Rudy Gobert. What is he going to do in the All-Star game? And so they rightly kept him home. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, like, Sabonis. I mean, honestly, Jokic and Doncic also aren't going to do anything in this All-Star game. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, whatever. Who cares? Um, that's perfect. Now let's go, Sean, to the actual big news of yes. the day. The San Antonio Spurs had a bat in their arena again. What? <laughs> again. It feels like it happens every year. And, uh, this is all I've wanted to talk about all week. Let's bring in Spurs expert, one of our favorite people in the wor- world, Bruno Passos. Bruno, how are you? Hey, guys, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Um, yeah, I'll for joining the story. chat. It's yeah. the first edition. First edition. It's about time. Uh, no, thanks for having me. Uh, appreciate it. I've um, I've been thinking about you guys actually quite a bit lately because uh, I'm trying to a daily soup. Uh, so it reminds mm-hmm. me every time of the uh, the famous Bill Simmons well, trough. It's, the, and, it's and, uh, the perfect food. Yeah. Yeah. What definitely. What daily soups have you tried here uh, in the last few days? So um, I'm going to be telling on myself a little bit here because my my wife does a lot of the meal preps and um, I've sort of adopted the lingo that we use for how we refer to foods with our kids. So the only thing I can tell you is one is called favorite soup and one is called green. <laughs> one's called green soup, <laughs> but uh, they're they're filled with I'm told nothing but but the good stuff, which is uh, you know the easiest most efficient way to get me those foods. So yeah, all right, Bruno. It, it, it might be the perfect food, Joey. Let's talk about evidence is mounting. 
I mean, suck bats. I'll tell you that there's not a there. There is a perfect way to catch a bat in an arena, and it does not involve giving uh, a psychotic, drugged up mascot a net and having everyone watch him chase it. So that. <laughs> Is that the default procedure for the Spurs? Every year, when, this when is their a bad plan invasion? to get the bat out, right? They sick a coyote on it. I've seen different, like, sort of attempts of this. Like, I have seen in the past they had a much larger net that looked, you know, for lack of a better term, like a badminton net mm-hmm. with two okay. poles. They had it on the side. I don't remember if they actually utilized it, but they were ready to use it. Um, they've had, I think, proper experts around at times, but mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, like, do you want to see, uh, uh, someone in a jumpsuit, a bit more professional looking, way too dignified, making these, you know, dignified attempts at swinging at this, this flying creature? Or do you want, like you just said, uh, uh this, someone in a suit with bloodshot eyes, <laughs> big smile and just go on. No pants. Pull, yeah, no <laughs> pants. And just fully swinging at it, throwing their body around. I think that's actually maybe the most efficient way to do it when you can strip away the dignity and then any concern like that and just, and just, you know, go for it. So yeah, yeah. that, I that guess giant was... net, that giant oh. net kind of seems like the uh, 25 point rock and jock version of catching a bat. <laughs> you know, It's a bit easier, but the net still looks kind of small when you consider the sheer volume of an arena. Like it's still yeah. not really do it enough. I think. I don't understand how they can catch a bat ever. It's, well, yeah, okay. It's... Let's talk about bats first off. My question, Bruno, you lived in San Antonio. Why so many bats? Like, how are bats constantly getting in this arena? Is Greg Popovich actually a vampire? Is that what's happened here? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, credit to Chris Herring, who's written for a few outlets. I think he did this for, I think, 538. And he covered this. He, he, he went into the, the, the background on why the bats, why bats in San Antonio. There's a, I think a massive colony, something like 70 miles north of San Antonio of, uh, Mexican free tail bats, uh, for a bit of background. I think that houses over a million of them. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, by they, the way, no migrant- one should, no one should ever tell Donald Trump this news doesn't that seem like <laughs> something he'd talk about for a year my, it's like my, the my, mexican bats these migration the at the border <laughs> absolutely not yeah um but no you, you see them you know all around san antonio and I mean, there must be some vulnerabilities in the building and they get in and it's yeah it's become something of a frequent thing where you just it see happens them. like once a year right it feels like it. On average, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 frequent enough to where it's just like, oh, there it is. And the crowd kind of reacts like, oh, you know, came in on a good night. Like now, is happens, this Yeah, yeah, that's my it happens often enough that they have to keep a Batman suit and a big net on call for the coyote mm-hmm. at any moment. Yeah, it's there in the wardrobe. They're ready to go. And Coyote, who, uh, you know, these mascots are just crazy talented already. And you just have to add, you know, I don't know if they have to get some sort of certification for this. But the Coyote's ready to go with that net and the suit. And I think pretty, pretty damn good at actually, you know, pinning it down. Now, so I have I have one question is, does this have anything to do with that time when Tim Duncan was a little kid and his parents went to the opera and the coyote murdered them? (laughs) Maybe it could be that. Yeah. Um, But 
no, yeah, it's 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 um it's it's an event every time. It's a fun spectacle, and you know the Spurs are good because they they combine uh, you know something that has a bit of social utility with uh with with entertainment for for everyone watching. Well, and it's another way for them to rest their players illegally, which is something they love to invent. Um, <laughs> they're they're hiber they're hibernating. The, they're not resting or defying, right? Don't bats hibernate, Joey? I don't know. Don't they're mammals. Here's so, a question. Some... The famous game when LeBron James was so hot in San Antonio that LeBron James was cramping. Did the bats turn the AC off in the heat locker room? Could be. It could be that the, the, the you know, arena ops just has these le- these levers to pull. Someone needs a rest. Something needs to happen. It's like a confetti. It's like a confetti drop. They can drop a bat in the arena exactly. at any time. I wasn't paying attention if this was when Victor was maybe needing a little bit of extra rest, and they just released the bat. Um, you know, who's who's to say? Um. So is this something that happens as a resident of San Antonio? Do you have anti-bat preventative measures? Uh, in uh, your own home no sadly no i'm pretty i'm as freaked out about them as i think the average person but oh, you um, don't have no, manny we... ginobili hiding in your closet to slap it down <laughs> when you get in there <laughs> if only no we, we've got we've got like a little umbrella in our backyard and i have um you know once kind of one of those kind of large ones that you can kind of wheel you know turn open and i have seen a sleeping bat in there once and it, it, it freaked me out thoroughly even though it's about three inches large and pretty pretty sleepy i've got to say i once heard a scary podcast about rabies and i learned because rabies is like 100 percent deadly in humans um and i heard once that if you ever wake up in a room or a tent and a bat is in your is in your room or tent you have to catch the bat and get it tested for rabies because a bat can bite you and you don't feel it. Wow. But that's, this, a, that's a lot of lore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's something that, you know, don't people don't consider when this little novelty thing happens in the Spurs game. Yeah, what it? if no. the bat is rabid? But you Point. know what? You already have a rabid coyote mascot chasing that's it. That's true. So yeah, so. Rabies fights rabies, right? It's kind of a hat on a hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you need uh, you, to... to Destroy one monster, you needed another. <laughs> um, Bruno, I guess we'll ask you one more question that's not bat-related here. What? Um, <laughs> did uh, did Greg Popovich get bit by a rabid bat, and that's why he played Jeremy Sohan at point guard for 35 games? <laughs> <laughs> it went on for a little bit longer than some people might have said it should, yeah. Um, you know, who's to say? He's... Uh, I, th- I feel like if someone could take, you know, a rabid bite and just keep on ticking, it's probably Greg Popovich. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, I think entirely possible. I mean, I'm it's sure actually part CIA of your CIA training. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're like, who knows when someone might get you bitten by a bat and get you, uh, reveal information. That's when why he's like that with sideline reporters. He flashes back to his training and he's like, you would have to waterboard me. He's like, I for will me to not let you tell know you about what the I think banana, I'm going to change the in the banana takeover in Venezuela or whatever. Yeah, like I, I, <laughs> I know he knows where the bodies are buried and he knows where the bodies of the bats are buried, too. Yeah, exactly. That's why, that, that's why they never cut to pop when the bat comes in. He's actually his eyes are in the back of his head and he's he's warg, warging to them or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Have there been any other animals that got loose in San Antonio that you remember? I remember a snake. Yeah, there was a was snake San in someone's locker at one point. There was. I wish I could tell you when that was. Um, I feel like we've had birds flying around uh, in the arena before, you know, probably through the same hole that the bats get in. But uh, beyond that, I think that, 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 that probably covers it. That's probably enough wildlife that, that the team wants to deal with. Yeah, the Blazers found a snake in their locker in 2014. It was oh, Thomas wow. Robinson specifically. Oh, they, oh, yeah, 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 okay. And it was during the playoffs, too, so that's kind of intimidating. Yeah, I don't know how that happens. Honestly, great, great quote here from Thomas Robinson. He said, I was scared, I ain't gonna lie, I was scared. I screamed and leaped, quote, about five feet high and 20 feet back. (laughs) I, I, I'd hope somebody would have asked Danny Green about it. Noted snake enthusiast. Mm-hmm. He Williams is a big snake enthusiast. Williams at the enthusiast. time tweeted, we get in the locker room and it's a damn snake. Yeah, a snake in the locker room. Man, we was scared as hell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The lockers are underground. I don't know. Yeah, no idea. That, that's, that requires its own Chris Herring deep dive, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was not a rattlesnake. They thought it was a rattlesnake, but it was... Everybody thinks everything's a rattlesnake. Yeah. Although I, I, my dog wants to, well, not my dog, but my sister's dog while I was taking care of the dog, uh, like fully stepped on a rattlesnake once. And I think the snake was just uh, like confused by the audacity and didn't do anything and like rattled like three seconds later after the dumb dog was like, oh, okay. Well, that's, uh, you really dodged quite a story. Sean, you can't. I could have been killed by a rattlesnake. Well, not because that. of a dog named Snuggles Muffin. I'm just saying, the last thing you want to do is be dog sitting for someone and have their dog get bit by a rattlesnake. They'll never. Oh, I thought I thought you meant like me getting bit no. by a rattlesnake. No, I think I'm, I'm telling you, no, I'm it's, it's much worse to your... be dog sitting and have the, the yeah, dog die. <laughs> well, then you have to suck the venom out of the dogs, uh-huh. right? Isn't that what you do in a yeah, movie? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, uh-huh. or you pee on, or you get it. the okay. coyote to come and. Provide, you know, on the spot first response. This was actually going to be a question I had for you, Bruno. If you got bit by a rattlesnake and you had to uh, pick any member of the San Antonio Spurs to suck the venom (laughs) out, uh, which San Antonio Spur would do the best job? On the spot. Oh God, no! Pass. It's Tyus Jones, or not Tyus Jones? It's the other uh, Trey Jones. He's on. It's Jones. on. That's the obvious answer. He's responsible. I think it's I think it's Jeremy Sohan. But you tell him that uh, this is part of playing point guard because he'd really suck. <laughs> oh, I hate that. In your All right. face, Sohan. That's our episode. Thank you for coming on, Bruno. Bruno, please uh, plug any non-bat-related content you'd like to talk about, uh, you'd like our listeners to read. Uh, Yeah, you can find my writing uh, at poundingtherock.com. Yeah, love poundingtherock.com. Love Bruno Passos. We've asked him to come on several times. He's never said yes before, but for some reason, this is the one he was like, yeah, I'll talk about bats. Have the Spurs considered trying to pound the bat with a rock? Because that could work, but it would be... Actually, that's my, that's an awful spectacle, and I'm very sorry. That is that is worse than playing an NBA player a tribute video uh, against his will, which the Brooklyn Nets did this week. Wait, what? 
I missed that story. Kevin, the Kevin Durant thing? No, I missed that completely. Oh, he just didn't want the Nets to play a tribute video. Basically, someone, some big Nets account had a poll that was like, does Kevin Durant deserve a tribute video? And uh, the poll was like 55% no. And then Kevin Durant chimed in in the comments on Twitter and it's like, yeah, the night would be better without that. And then some guy said should he really he he had more trade requests than playoff series wins and kevin durant's like yep no video and then <laughs> they showed the video uh i think everybody should get a tribute video all the time it's not like they're mm-hmm. so st- we have like such an overwhelming amount of jumbotron content that we can't do that although there was a great story that after the aaron gordon trade uh the Nuggets had this like beautiful two and a half minute video thanking Gary Harris and showing his highlights and talking about how he changed the culture. It was really nice. And then like 10 minutes later, there was one for RJ Hampton who had played <laughs> 25 games for the team. And, and Harris just looks at him. He's like, I can't believe you got a goddamn tribute video. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I'll never forgive the Golden State Warriors for not showing a Jason Richardson tribute video when he came back with the Bobcats. Yeah, they uh, just didn't have as many tribute videos back no, then. No, that's not what happened, Sean. You don't remember Chris what Weber? Happened. Chris, it was the night they re-signed Chris Weber, and they were afraid the fans were going to boo Chris Weber, so they just introduced them together, and everyone was like, but we want to boo Chris Webber and share for Jason Richardson. Yeah. <laughs> um, once again, wow. Chris Webber ruining my life. Um, all right. Bruno. So, yeah. Thank you so much for coming on to talk about bats. I hope your house stays bat free. By the way, if a bat comes back, they should show a tribute video to the other times yes. the bat invaded. Yeah. Actually, will you pitch that to the Spurs? Pitch that to the Spurs. They should, yeah. And and, and an in-memoriam one for the one that Monty... Yeah, like, the like you played the, the Fast yeah. 7 song. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. <laughs> Where the hell are you, my bat? Okay. Uh, that's our episode. Sean, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, I want to plug my album, which is coming out on March 15th. You can pre-order starting on Valentine's Day. Um, I'll also be at the Chaminade Resort and Spa in Santa Cruz, California on February 24th. If anyone wants to come, check um, that out. And book me on your podcast to promote this album if you listen. Yes, or... have Sean on your podcast. He'll go on any podcast. To Literally promote. any podcast. I can pretty much talk about, I can talk about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as for me, you can always follow Wait, me. Wait, Bruno would plug something. Bruno did, oh, Pounding I, the Rock. I did. Is that all? <laughs> That's it. Guess, oh, yeah. yeah. Do you want to plug anything <laughs> and else, barely, Bruno? And, no, barely that these days. These okay. Days. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> um, and then as for me, you can always follow me on Twitter, at Frankie Muniz, where five days ago I tweeted, I need an at Ford F-350. What for? I guess hauling all the candles, then olive oils um, from that store he closed. Um, well, he, saw, he sold it. Outrageous <laughs> olive oil. Uh, Sean, is there anything? Did you write a song? I didn't, but Bruno actually inspired the song that will be on uh, the next hey. episode. 
Mm-hmm. So that'll be. I know what it is. Bruno gave Sean the title and Sean ran with it. It's really good. But that's for next week. Uh, Once Uh, again, can you play the can you play the campaign song? Yes, I can play the campaign song. And before we announce the title of the campaign song, (laughs) Forever Spur campaign. Okay. Uh, uh, Just a reminder. um, We're doing our call in our ask Greg. Uh, Dad Sham Dad questions. Patreon episode tomorrow. Call us on the phone 385 381 0790. We will answer any question. Well, Sean and I will not answer any question, but Greg will answer any question. <laughs> uh, I think I'll answer any question. Well, you don't have much to hide as I do, I guess. Oh, <laughs> Trust the process. Trust the process. And shut it down. All star uh, announcements are done. When you're not the best, but Chris Paul needs a rest campaign. When you print overseas, now you don't miss from three campaigns. He's alright, he's alright, he's alright Campaign When you're in OKC, got down for Doug McD Campaign When your dancing is cute, but you keep breaking your food Campaign He's alright, he's alright, he's alright Campaign This is a big year for the Phoenix Suns. Anthony Davis is hobbled, the Nuggets are struggling, and there's a huge opportunity in the West. They've got great young players and Chris Paul is still an all-star, but he's 35 years old. That means the sun's window is closing, and they've got to keep that window open. Take it from me, Eric Clapton. You cannot shut the window. Keep that window open. No matter who is playing there, this team will never fall back to earth just so long as you keep that window open. You owe it to these kids. I mean, worst case scenario is you win a bunch of Grammys singing sad acoustic songs about the lost season. Say, do you think they'll make a Lethal Weapon 5? I have a new blues composition called Leo Gets His Team. That's Joe Page's character. He's so good and with honors. When you're not making bank, but you know Frank the Tank campaign. When you never miss, but you get lots of assists campaign. He's alright, he's alright, he's alright Campaign He don't start, he don't start, he don't start Campaign